Blog Talk Radio. with Boo and Jay. La Cosa Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com, allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. I want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to hang our hats and call home. And without further ado, 
let me welcome to the show the boss, the virtuoso, Boo. Hey, Boo. Oh, my God. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Come on. Nah, that wasn't as bad as usual. Okay. <laughs> as usual. Jeez, thanks. All right. Well, we got we got. Oh man, I got a crowd on the phone to tonight, Boo. So let's get there and let's welcome in number one, Salwa. Hey, Salwa. Hello, everyone. Hey, Hello, hey how are you? How are you doing? Oh, one second. Can you hear me? Okay. One second. I hear you perfectly. Yep. Okay. Yes, um, we hear you fine. And okay. let's continue to the phone lines and welcome in Rose. Hey, Rose, how you doing? Hey, fine. How are you? Fine, hey, thank you. Hi there. Hey, Rose. Hi. Nice to see Hi. you. Thank you. Nice to be here. <laughs> Wait, Hi, you can see, you can see her you can see her through the uh, the um, <laughs> yeah right through the it's phone my X-ray vision wow. yeah you're good <laughs> X-ray vision <laughs> <laughs> all right your hands back on. let me come on now why would I do that uh, let's <laughs> welcome in um, Sweet Pea hey Sweet how you doing Sweet are you there. <laughs> Sweet, take yourself off of mute. Or, or do do I still got her on mute? No, I got I took her off of mute. Sweet, we can't hear you. I was gonna say, Jay, keep your pants off. I'm here. Okay. Hello. That's better. That's better. <laughs> you learn you, did you did you learn something there, Boo? <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Hi Boo Boo. <laughs> Hi, All right, let's... I was waiting for her to say, let me do this. All right. Uh, let's uh, welcome from the Great White North a uh, little bit of Linda. Hey, Linda, how you doing? Hey, hey Linda, I'm good. Hi. How are you? Hey, Linda. Hey, Linda. no one like crazy hey, up Linda. here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, let's keep here. on going. And uh welcome in Brandy. Hey Brandy, how you doing? How you doing, yo? Hi, Hi Brandy. Hey Brandy. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Unfortunately I'm gonna do a quick reading right because I gotta get up and do No problem. Okay. All right. You I'm gonna have to have you be second if that's okay, Brandy. No problem. All right. And I also want to welcome into the room, uh, Mr. Oak. Hello, Oak. Good evening, all. Hello, Hi, Oak. Glad to have you here. Glad to have everybody here. It's great sounding. You all sound absolutely beautiful. And here's what, I want to, here's what I'm going to do first. Uh, because I promised her that she would read first, uh, I think uh, she may remember that promise. But I am going to put Rose's poem onto the board. And uh, because last, the last show that we had, you had some difficulty because of the storms that you had. So, uh, oh, that's right. Make sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. 
Okay. We're going to get more people here on the board shortly. I want to say, first of all, before I post your thing, hello out on the board to Joseph Moon, Lestat, Blue, Irish, Wayne. I saw all you guys out there, so you can't hide from me. And, uh, all right, there is a dog barking in the in the background. Remember, everybody, go ahead and mute yourselves while Bye-bye. other people are reading. And Nah, not yours, I know. And uh, mute yourself, <laughs> and uh, Rose, you are up. Okay, thank you. Okay, begin poem. And it's about, uh, called, What Is It? By Irish Rose. second now. Wait a minute. I have technical difficulties here. Uh, <laughs> I can't get my video to work. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's not working. Uh-oh. Well, tech. Hold on a second. One more time. Now that I'm embarrassed. All right. We are patient. Perfectly embarrassed. (laughs) This is just terrible. Okay. Uh, Okay. I have to go without the music. All right. Here we go. It's called, What Is It? What Is It? What is it about the want that versus the need? What is it about a hope that aches in my heart deep? What is it about your flowing lines when lying next to me? What is it about your smile that tempts me and makes me weep? What is it about your spirit that draws me into your heat? What is it about your eyes that consume me and so sweet? What is it that you have one, two, three? I want to be with you. As simple and as complicated as that. End poem. Nice. Yeah, there and you I go. Have I, mean, really nice, I had some really nice music, but it kind of bombed. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. And all I've got to say on that is that is straightforward to the point. You absolutely delivered there, and you you gave us the message that you wanted to give, and you gave it to us in such a pleasing way. You know, asking questions. I love to ask questions in poetry, and uh, I I love to – it really engages the reader to ask the questions and to end up giving us an answer at the end, I think that that leaves us all quite satisfied. Satisfied. So I think you did a wonderful job as in that. Uh, let me ask uh, um, to get a comment from uh, Sweet Pea. Sweet, what do you think about that? Sweet, are you mute? Sweet is always on mute. Um, I love the questions, and they're 
poised in such romantic phrases. And I love the, I want to be with you. It is as simple and as complicated as that. Because we definitely make love and life sometimes so complicated when it could be just to simply just, hey, hold my hand, be with me, let's be happy. Why bring in all the other chaos? So I thought this was really gorgeous and, you know, thought-provoking because why does it have to be so complicated? I really did enjoy this show. It's very much so. Thank you. All right. I want to say hello to Meta out on the board. He showed up, so good to see him out there as well. And let me get a comment from um, Linda on this. Linda, what do you think? Sure. I just love this poem. The picture of it, the prompt, is so unique and calmly done. And your poem fits this picture perfectly. I think it was very witty and succinct, and your ease of expression is outstanding. I love the simplicity of this piece. It flowed with passion and love. It was a fantastic write for you, Rose. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. I love what Joseph Moon, he uh, quoted Voltaire saying, judge a person by their questions, not their answers. Love that. Mm-hmm. That's and true. Um, I want, before I get one more comment for you, Rose, I'm going to welcome to the show Sin. Hey, Sin, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Good evening, everybody. And I read the good piece. Good evening. I didn't get to hear it. Beautiful piece, Rose. Good evening. Thank you. And uh, my final uh, commentor for you, Rose, will be Oak. What is it indeed? And it should be simple. It is simple. And it's also damn complicated. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And more gently framed than Bukowski's common approach. Those quotes were your prompts. So well done, Rose. All right. Thank you. Let me see. Well, we had another caller, but he dropped off. Hopefully he'll call right back in. So I'm watching the phone lines very carefully, and there he is. Uh, Let me me grab him. Hey, Rack, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. What's going on tonight? Hi, Rack. Uh, We're having a a blog talk show, I think. Oh. (laughs) Sounds like a party. He <laughs> just happened to call. Yeah, you just happened to call. Go, go figure. I, I'm, 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 I'm shocked. <laughs> I was, I was in the neighborhood. All right. Let's see where I want to go from here. I think I'm going to go. I know that we got people out there that are listening, and we got so many different. Um, People here on the board, on the board, listening. People who are listening that are not on the board. We've got people who are uh, called up. So let me just uh, go ahead and uh, and um, I'm going to put uh, Selwa. Selwa, I'm going to put your piece onto the board. And if you want to comment for uh, Rose, you can. Sal, are you there? Jay Brandy had to go. Remember Jay Brandy had to go. I am. Oh, 
that's right. Brandy has to go. Okay, I'm going to let you comment, and then we're going to put Brandy's on the phone. Yes. Um, I love it because it's passionate and yet so delicate at the same time. The question, how you ink it, evokes uh, very sincere feelings. Just I wrote I wrote a uh, comment back at <laughs> the top of my head, remember what I said there. But uh, I just love it. It's really beautiful. The form, the wording, it's just amazing. Um, sincerity. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you, Rose. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I love your poetry. Thank you. All right, let me put Brandy's poem up there. And we, we got you, Brandy. We got you. See, unfortunately, I do got to read it right. I've been thinking since Sad Friday. So, yeah. Okay. Um, everybody can see that? Um, this was through a contest to a friend of mine. And I said, I'd like to picture something right to it. It's called Within Shades of Jaded Inkwells. I love the picture, by the way, for what he did for the contest. And it goes like this. Deep underneath coercions of youth, Linings of huge statuses stared silently, sketching marionettes upon paupers' puppets. Hour past two, then fifteen past thirty. Painters hit enters debauchery hiss, drawing saintly pro- proclamations over cotton hat, cotton ball shades. Cast of three erected, alliterated literacy, limited shows of monetary strokes at night. Here we'll strike with darkening quails of flutterbys and crimson heretic hymns. Jaded sensations tolling alongside dip, drift-ass archaeological streetscapes, swirls and affect beverages glued themselves as permanent fixtures in poem. Hmm. Man. Wonderful, you know you use everything you love i see it I see a little bit of you touched uh alliteration in there, plus some onomatopoeias in there, and different things that that uh people use in language to really grab a hold of the uh reader and, and uh include them in uh to a uh, poem and I think you did a wonderful job with that. Um, Rose, what what did you think yeah. about that? Oh, I, I really like the way. Um, I, first of all, I really love the word choices that that you used here, Brandy, and um, I really liked uh, the rhyme that uh, flowed through it, and it was a very nice flowing poem. Um, but I really liked the the, um, the story through the whole thing. Good theme. It was very well done. And, Thank you. Um, yes, really, really nice. So, good job. Thank you. And, uh, Sin, what did you think about that? I was hoping you'd call on me. Oh. Randy, you continue to amaze me. I absolutely love that. I think it's a great poem. You used the word debauchery. The word choices in this, is, as Rose said, are, are stellar. Uh, it's pen to perfection. Beautiful job. Thank you. Wonderful. Rack, what did you think? Yeah, I enjoyed this a lot, too. Um, I, I love the uh, the verse where you started playing with the uh, the, the references to time, the hour past two. Uh, 
the way that you use the, the words, you know, uh, people used to talk like that, speak like that, um, you know, back when you had a clock face to look at instead of a digital clock. And it, and it always, you know, it was always, it just sounds better in, in a lot of ways. And it's very impactful. You know, when you say hour past two, your brain has to kind of shift the gear to, to, to figure out what you're talking about anymore because, you know, it, it, it's not, okay, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> you know, and 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 I, I just I love I love that, and and it weaves into the story and, and makes it flow differently for me. Um, and then again, the rest of your word choices around that makes it feel gives it a, a very um elegant feel to it. So this is very beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, uh, sweet. I'm going to have you make the last comment, and I'm going to throw your poem onto the board since. You got to get going too. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the use of your language and the depth of the poem. Um, I love anybody that uses Flutterby. Flutterby is a nod to Alice in Wonderland. Um, I particularly like the rest of your verbiage, and I, and I like again the dark spin on it. The kind of it had like a romantic, um, I don't know, like a shadowy love to it. But I, I thought it was beautifully done. Thank you. Well, I got to go. I got to be up at 5 in the morning again. So. All right, Brandy. You take care of yourself. Hello? All right. Y'all Good night, Brandy. Good night. Good night, y'all. Good night, Brandy. And before I drop your poem onto the board, I want to say hello to Wayne. Hello, Wayne. How you doing, brother? I made it to the show, guys. Hello, Wayne. Glad to be here. Glad to be here, guys. <sighs> yeah, he he brother ran Wayne. all the way here. A- a- after <laughs> a- he streaked all the way here, folks. Okay. That's it. That's it. I was singing this <laughs> afternoon, and my phone died. I don't know why my phone died when I was singing, but it must be telling me something. You were supposed to do that last night, not tonight. I'm a superstar. <laughs> I do it every night. All right. All right. Okay. Um, you're up, uh, sweet. Okay. So first off, let me apologize to anybody that's heard this, but I am practicing to do this live at a spoken word so you guys are my guinea pigs, and I've read it a couple times this week, so please forgive me. This is White Doves Burn Black Wing Ashes. Slow drag on unfiltered cigarettes to keep my mouth dirty. Drinking whiskey straight to wash it down. Overweight on anxiety and snacking on rage. What gives you the right to judge my attitude, to make me hold your hand and speak of my gratitude? I am the thunderstorm, tired of pretending to see rainbows, load the rifles, I'm hunting wild unicorns. White (gasps) doves burned, black wings acid, float in the silent winds of hope's laughter, burn my eyes beyond rose-colored glasses. Cinderella dreams exchange dried elbows and scrub the softness from brown eyes. Teardrops stain the carpet burns below my knees. Yesterday attacks today the lover who has been betrayed to appreciate the son of the fall. 
to appreciate the falling of the sun or rising of the moon. Not the exception, but the broken rule, icicles forming in a firestone, dancing barefoot on a bed of nails, alabaster masterpiece vandalized, kindergarten graffiti stained, split, divided, negative space, invisible and alone, tattered and worn in a family where blood is thicker. Beware, don't drink it, you'll choke. Wow. Well, once again, I want to uh, mention, <laughs> yes, yes, awesome. One, once again, I want to mention the fact that you can buy a unicorn hunting license at Lake Superior University. No. Uh, they sell actual un- unicorn hunting license, so you can get one there. <laughs> I always mention that. And like I said, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna find people who haven't commented to that. Uh, yet sweet and we have a few of them in here so uh let's start with linda linda what do you think well this was an awesome piece sweet pea um a lot of anger and it kind of balled up and exploded into this wonderful poem um i really really liked it uh the, the imagery was badass and and just uh your use of words were were wonderful. Um, I really like this piece. Good good job. Thank you. Thank you. And I don't believe uh, Oak has commented on this. Oak, what do you think? Well, this was intense. And uh, gosh, I know, Sweet, that you are writing sometimes just from fiction and not from experience. Uh, I've said before, I write screenplays for fiction. I write this stuff from my experience. So. If this was a fiction right, you really captured the vitriol uh, and uh, the bile very well. Um, and I was just finishing a comment in the room, in your uh, in your poem. Drink neither the blood nor the unicorn Kool Aid, eh? <laughs> yep. Cross cut, suck out the poison, and spit it out. Yeah, you captured it. Let me go ahead and get a comment from Rose. Rose, are you on mute? Well, can't hear Rose well. So how about I get a comment from uh, Sin on this? Yeah, the pain and anguish develops into anger, and it's written, this is a powerhouse piece. It's incredible. I didn't get to read along. I'm walking the dog, but uh, your cadence is spectacular. Uh, You read the piece with authority. I love the poem. Thank you, sir. All right. And I'll, I'll get one last comment for you, and then I'm going to read Joseph Moon's uh, poem right uh, next. Um, I will get a comment from Rat. Now, Rat Was that Raz or Rat? I thought he said Raz. <laughs> he's not, he's not here tonight. 
Where is he? I, I, I had no idea. I had no idea. I say his name three times, he'll probably show up. Um, sweet pea, man. Oh, your imagery, as usual, is, is absolutely gorgeous in this. And, and the metaphors are out of the box. I mean, I, I love this. Um, how did you put it? I, I, I wish I could find it to quote it. Um, uh, the the, the um, the tears on, on her knees, the the carpet burns on her knees, that was phenomenal. Um, the mention of the rising of the sun and falling of the moon together was was absolutely brilliant. Um, I mean, the, the whole piece, like, like um, someone mentioned, I, it, it just snowballs, and, and, and it comes at you, and it just doesn't stop until it's finally in your face, and you can't ignore it. It, it was really brilliant. All right. From here on, we're going to go to um, Joseph Moon, who is out on the board supporting us. We really appreciate that. We appreciate everybody's out on the board. I'm glad Bud showed up. Good to see you out there, my friend. And this is called The Magic of Christmas. It goes like this. Autumn bids farewell and plays her part her fallen flowers and flying feathers, December's familiar scent. A spite of spice and leathers, a winter wonderland reflected in Kincaid art. I hear the hailstones through the old oak and carolers caroling with the snow. The Christmas lights with an Astral glow shines the silhouette of pipe tobacco smoke. Anemones and azaleas adorn icicle panes. A jolly man and reindeers ride the lawns. Heavenly hymns sweeter than the songs of swans. Beneath Fraser firs, the sound of antique trains. Turkey and magical mistletoe. Lovers with eyes all aglow, tis Christmas Eve, let it snow, let it snow. End poem. Uh, this is absolutely stinking magical. Uh, I, I, I think it uh, is absolutely beautiful, the way that, uh, that you brought this forward, Joseph. It is just uh, a phenomenal feel. Uh, a phenomenal piece all around. I think it's a wonderful way to put it. Your language is so beautiful, and you capture the Thomas Kincaid art so well. Now, before I get a comment, some more comments for you, uh, Joseph, I want to go and say hello to Bella. Hello, Bella. Hi, Bella. Hi, good evening. Hi, Fire. Good to have you here. And uh, let me get let me get some comments for Joseph. And we're gonna start with uh, Salwa. What do you think of that? Oh, I I feel like I'm watching a scene from a classical Christmas film. Like it is a wonderful life. Remind me of that, where everything is beautiful. Um, the imagery is incredibly beautiful. December, note one, uh, and carol, caroling with the snow. 
shine, the silhouette, just beautiful imagery. And he created just the perfect atmosphere for Christmas uh, feeling. It's just the, so- the song of Swan beneath Fraser Furs, the sound of antique trains. He created the whole atmosphere and the classical touch, magical, as you said. I 100% agree with you. Wayne, what did you think? I think I think it's a, a wonderful, uh, wonderful, wonderful poem. Your poetry uh, uh, is just as good as Arthur Kincaid's paintings, uh, except yours might have a little more color in your poem than he does in his paintings. This is a wonderfully piece of poem, well balanced, and you read it so well. It's lovely. I like it a whole lot. It's a great poem. It's good, good for this time of year, too. Good job. All right, and let me get one more comment for him, and let me get this from Sweet. Sweet, what do you think of that? Right now, I am in a just this beautiful aroma of smells that are kind of hitting me with memories from tobacco and turkey, azaleas, um, trees, um, mistletoe. I, I just, everything he put in here, it just, like all the smells for me, just bring Christmas back. The oaks, I uh, hear the hailstones through the old oak. Um, the autumn goods still wear farewell and familiar scent, spice and leather. I mean, I can even smell the snow when it first hits. And he, um, Joseph has that wonderful way of not only putting in sights, but in the sounds, but this time the smells just kind of blew me away. And I, I really appreciate that. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, yeah. That, like I said, I'm, I'm corrected. That was a Rockwell painting. Was it a rock? No, it was a Kincaid painting. Right? Yeah. 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 I love Thomas Kincaid. Like, um, those, 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 uh, pictures, um, living in the North, living in the North, I just, uh, was, uh, overwhelmed with them and, uh, had them left and right pretty much everywhere, uh, which was awesome. And, uh, here's what I'm going to do. Let me see if I, did I get the right one here? I'm pretty sure I did. Yes, I did get the right one. Okay, now here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, play a little bit of a SoundCloud next. And uh, I'm going to get the SoundCloud in from Lestat, Azekel. And unfortunately, I can only get one of your two to download correctly on Blog Talk. So I wanted to play the other one, but let's go. I'm glad you sent us two then. So uh, sit back and uh, hear his words. So here we go. Box beats 
hear my words, look into my eyes. To glorify war is what I despise. Man need not battle to end all prize until everyone loves, everyone dies. There seems no <laughs> end of mankind's desire. The stock of guns and weapons to fire. So then I will talk of new age empire. Not for a reason that you call me sire. Then might we all say, a look at ourselves, that no man gains from war's wealth, that no all-ending bomb within a stealth, as it would be cure to society's health. If you need judge another, it is but haste, you get no result, ending life with waste. I got a better way, and I suggest you taste, call this beef pipe, so what I lace. So sit right there and feel your love flow, ultimately yes, you reap of what you sow, Brothers and sisters shouldn't have far foe. Women in our own lands call each other a blow. Judge another greatness, one insecure. To show compassion or compelling a cure. A no man army general is far greater, sir, than any leader in our journey. Sometimes 
the soldiers and the military are there, um, and uh, we don't know what we're fighting for. And I think that that is probably the worst part about it, is if you send some people to war and there's no clear objective of what we're supposed to be doing and and, um, the end game itself. Uh, So I'm like, uh, I I, kind of like this piece. I kind of like where you went with it and how you took it. So wonderful, wonderful job. Uh, Bella, what do you think? Um, I was amazed at the voice of the person who was rapping in there uh, because I think this is the second time that I had him do the rapping, actually. Uh, not only that, but the message encapsulated in here. And one moment that really um, caught me is I was that he was talking about love. If I be a fairy wood here and move love me, then or open the heavens above. That one, like, um, got me hot. And this one is a very interesting piece. And I have to comment everything that I may not understand the entire uh, emotion that you hit me about. Thank you very much, Tess. Wonderful comment. Uh, Salwa, what do you think about that? Um, I feel there is, I mean, some people might disagree or agree on this. Everyone has their own uh, uh, feeling about it. He just uh, expressed, uh, I guess, his genuine feelings about uh, the war in general. And I feel the same, really. Wherever, um, just make me sad that both sides, that people get killed, but sometimes, unfortunately, that's the reality. Um, and I, I think that's what I'm expressing. There's other way to maybe have uh, peace in the world, democracy, than war. And I'm I'm with him and and there. But unfortunately, sometimes war are a necessity, but not always. Um, and as you said, GCA, sometimes people wonder why they are in this world of war and the effect afterwards. I mean. As you said, how many people, how many, the numbers, how many uh, uh, soldiers commit suicide every day? I think the number is uh, crazy, right, right? Right now it's about 23. Oh 23 a day. And uh, yes, the effect that happens to them, it just breaks my heart to see and how they're not taking care of some of them afterwards. They suffer for the rest of their life. It's kind of sad. It breaks my heart. And let me get a com. Let me get a comment from Oak on that. It is clearly a uh, prophetic message and a prophetic voice uh, with that that you uh, speak with here. And you know, prophets have been at this business for centuries, uh, challenging our better angels to beach swords into plowshares. And then there's the other side of the issue. Saul just mentioned balance. Um, And and, and it always brings to mind the prominent German theologian, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was very big on peace activism. And before 
the war was done, he was colluding with an assassination effort to kill Hitler because that was what was required in his mind, even though a Christian, versus the greater evil that was being perpetrated. So it's complicated our world, and yet the prophetic voice needs to continue to speak to try to find the way to peace wherever possible. And our world's not always possible. Excellent. And uh, we're going to go ahead and move on from here. Uh, I am going to put Sawa's poem onto the board. And uh, we. Yes, and I am still trying to work out some stuff here on my side. For some reason, my. Technical difficulties. Let's just put it that way. I think my my uh, internet is slow. That's the deal. <laughs> All right, Sawa, you are up. If, if I can help you after I read mine, I'd be glad to post poems. I'd be glad to do so. If you need help, okay. Um, life was like this. Uh, do you want me? To, how do you want me to read it? You see. Oh, you can do it in French and then English. That's fine. Okay. La vie fut ainsi. Comme il en est d'histoires d'amour qui font pleurer quand l'amour s'est mis et les deux cœurs étaient pris. Ensemble, ils voulaient être pour la vie. Tous les deux, tous les deux désignés. Toutefois, l'amour ne fait mourir. Le temps défilait. A écrit ces mots ineffaçables dans la mémoire. Vos yeux, ainsi de nous, ni toi sans moi, ni moi sans toi. Je volerai dans mes rêves comme une plume au vent. Je volerai loin en dépliant tes ailes. Tu respireras de l'air un plaisir de renaître. Tu te sentiras enfin vivre dans une danse sans fin. Life was like this. As there are love stories made for tears. When, we love, when the love has set and both hearts were taken, Together they wanted to be for life. All in all, wants to deny them. Yet, love does not know how to die. And the passing days brought these indelible words in memory. Beautiful eyes, so with us. Neither you without me, nor me without you. I will fly in my dreams like a feather in the wind. I will fly away. Unfolding your wings, you breathe air, a pleasure to be reborn. You will finally feel alive in an endless dance. End of poem. Wouldn't we all like to feel alive like that? That is, <laughs> I love that. I love that concept right there. Feeling high in an endless dance. I would love that. Love to breathe air, be reborn, and uh, just do that over and over again. There's so much passion within this piece. There's so much desire. There's so much longing. And uh, I love that. Neither you without me nor me without you. I will fly in my dreams like a feather in the wind. Wow, that is just absolutely stunningly gorgeous. I love that. I love that line. I think it's just brilliant. I think it's just beautiful. I think it just 
just bleeds out and just uh, makes everything so wonderful. Um, let me get some comments you, for you. Let me start with uh, Linda. Linda, what do you think? Well, as usual, my lovely Sawa has strummed the strings of my heart. Your poems are so full of love, and uh, what beauty is formed by your words. I was only left wanting more. That was such a beautiful poem, Sawa. Thank you so much for sharing it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Linda. And Jessie, you too. Oh, no problem, no problem. Let me see. Rose, do we got you back? Every once in a while she leaves and doesn't hang up for some reason. Um, let me get a comment then from Sin. Sin, what do you think? Uh, this is a endearing poem filled with passion and love. Saul has a way to put her heart on the page, and this is no exception to the rule. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Wonderful comment. And let me get a comment then from Oak. I may be misreading this, but I'm reading it through my eyes. And what I'm seeing here is bittersweet. I don't know if this is the English language translation thing. Um, (laughs) You're funny. But but I see you. Yeah, no. and you know I say that in all uh, respect. Both hearts were taken. Together they wanted to be for life. And then you have them flying away. Later you say, I will fly away unfolding your wings. That turn of a phrase suggests to me you are flying away to that impossible. And both hearts were taken. They wanted us to be for life. doesn't say they were. We all want to disunite them. And that this endless dance comes from a respect to let it go and wish with sincerity for that person to find love, but not with we. <laughs> Bittersweet, well framed. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let me see where I'm going to go from here. Um, I'm probably going to play a little bit of SoundCloud. I'm going to kind of mess with every – actually, no, no. I think I know exactly where I want to go from here. Uh, we're going to have Linda read her poem. And while she's reading her poem, everybody, I'm going to be playing with the uh, the hold button a little bit because uh, we are um, getting um, – getting a little bit of feedback, so I want to kind of get an idea who is doing the feedback. So if I put you on hold, don't worry. When I call you, I will pull you back in if I feel that uh, that that's where it's going. So, Linda, you're up. Oh, well, thank you. Let me get on my Okay. This is about a quote that I've always loved since I was a little girl. My mother used to tell it to me all the time. If wishes were horses, beggars would ride. So this goes like this. (laughs) But all of the rich... 
all other rich folks would look down their nose and whisper about the beggar's old clothes. Horses don't make you an elegant one, but money will if you had some. Then the beggars on horses would cry and they'd want to wear the bright clothes that the rich people fought. They'd gather around and make plans with their brothers, just how they'd get all adorned like the others. Then they came up with a terrible plan, and that's when all of their folly began. They schemed about stealing money away, then they buy their garments array. But alas, now all robbers from beggars at hand, just so they each could be a rich man. To be clad like the rich was all they could think. Their thirst can't be quenched just with water to drink. So they crept all together into the king's castle. That's where they got into the hassle. You see the king's guards ready at night. What happened next was a terrible sight. The guards all had swords, but the robbers had none. So the guards chased them out to be killed one by one. The ground in the courtyard was stained now, now red, now that all of the robbers were dead. The moral you'll find is be thankful for horses and don't get yourself jealous for more rich sources. End poem. That is so wonderful. I, I really like this piece. Um, I like the way that uh, it, it almost sounded like a fairy tale. This was, this was a Grimm Brothers fairy tale at its heart because it was so freaking brutal at the end. I, I love the brutality at the end. I love where you took this. I love how, how it ended up going. And I, I love the uh, the uh, the fact that you absolutely nailed this. I love the, the rhyme scheme and the, the fairy tale feel to it. I think we're just absolutely brilliant. Let me get some Thank comments you, for you. And I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with Sella. Oh, oh um, Linda, the rhyme. No one can rhyme like Linda. But I agree with you. Um, and then it's like a fairy tale, but not a fairy tale. It's not happy and speaks the truth or um, uh, about it is it is about reality really even if it is the kind of wondrous present reality and that's very um, very clever to take this as a almost a fairy tale and turn it to what's really happening today in our world thank you and, sir. Um, thank you so well, that's very that, that's very brilliant unfortunately a reality <laughs> So, so what that too. Right. Wayne, no what did you think? So much. Wayne, what did you think? Just, I thought, I thought it was, uh, you know, some of the best blade, blade pans doesn't work all the time. Dead robbers, you can't really feel too bad about. This is a charming read. I wasn't expecting the killing. I thought it was headed for ice cream or something, but no, it's a, <laughs> it was a great rhyming. It was great rhyming with a light tone of this. I find it charming and it's a good job on this. And I like the rhyme. And I like the way you read it. Good job. Thank you, Wayne. You're welcome. Rack, what did you think? Yeah, I love the story behind it. Um, and the inspiration that you got it from, you know, it's, uh, I used to hear fish live in the sea. So I, I like if uh, I, I like the beggars rode horses. That that was really cool. Um, and and the way that you played it out in the story, and and um, you know, the way greed takes over people and, and you know, <laughs> elevates their aspirations beyond their roots and they come to a, right. a fitting a fitting end. So that, that was absolutely perfect. It, it wonderfully, you know, and like Jay said, it was nice and it was dark like it deserved to be, you know, because when 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 you, when you uh reach outside, you know, what you're supposed to <laughs> that that's kinda what uh you should expect 
and uh, you you delivered it. It was it was well well told and and well written. Thank you so much. All right, me and Boo have been talking this over, and we feel that we need a new poem of the week. So we. So what we're going to do is we we discussed it and uh, we went ahead and grabbed uh, this poem by uh, um, uh, one of one of the people on the phone right now and we're happy to have him and uh, we're um, we want to just uh, say congratulations to this gentleman yes drum roll please. <laughs> And I and I will go ahead and play his audio here very shortly. Let me get to it. Uh, congratulations, Rack. Here's your poem of the week. Atrophy by Raconteur. The bass resonates through my chest, slightly off key. I lose control, dreaming. Of you and me. Pounding wildly every second of every minute. Questioning the purpose of every day without you in it. It starts in the morning, shrouded in the steamy mist of my shower. And saturates my thoughts well into the witching hour. I ask myself exactly what was I put on this earth for? If I can't bask in the smile that goes with the laughter I adore. Incomplete until I can hold you once more. Simply talking on the phone reminds me that I'm alone. Fueling atrophy in every sinew. Through the static in my mind, the only solution I can find is to kiss you. While we're apart, the sun will continue to rise, causing tears to well in my eyes drowning the world before it can crumble I'm trying to walk but barely manage to stumble I'm dead inside without you end poem yeah that that was absolutely brilliant I love the feel behind this yeah absolutely uh what wants behind this, the heart behind it, and everything that you absolutely throw behind it is just absolutely wonderful. Uh, let me get some uh, comments. Uh, Salwa, what do you think? Oh, first, well-deserved, my conteur. It's so sad yet so beautiful because when you see someone love someone like this, you feel like it's this um, happening in a movie, <laughs> a novel. <laughs> Is this real? <laughs> Knowing you, Raconte, <laughs> you you are here, so <laughs> I know it's not fiction. And um, whoever you wrote this for, she is. Um, I mean, it's so it's just so heartfelt, so sincere, so romantic, and there is cry and pain. Um, in spite of the pain and the separation, still, still your wording is incredible. Where is it? Simply talking the phone. Just so realistic, even though just remind me that I'm alone. Um, while we are apart, the sun will continue to rise, causing tears to well in my eyes. What beautiful imagery. 
uh, really broke tear my heart from from this said. I hope I hope you unite with the you whoever it is you unite with and um uh, just beautiful, really beautiful. I'm dead inside without you. Oh my gosh. You are Mr. Romance, you win the title. <laughs> Linda, Linda, what do you think? This is like just enveloping this poem. Um, I, I really like the way it was written, and this last stanza, when we were apart, the sun will continue to rise. That just, I mean, that those lines right there, but causing tears to well in my eyes, drowning the world before it can crumble. I'm trying to walk. Barely, barely managed to stumble. That is, that is, broken love in in a nutshell. Um, that just those two lines. While we're apart, the sun will continue to rise. Um, that's the the the, the so, sad fact of life, you know. But I really, I really adored this piece. Um, it flowed nicely. The imagery was beyond point. I just really liked it. Well done. Thank you. Uh, Bella. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I love it. <laughs> Frank, you me with your voice. I know. I'm speechless. I can be speechless. Not this. But I love the ending. It's a very powerful ending. Actually, I was writing, I'm writing it. And, uh, my question for you is, aren't you all dead inside without our other half? We will feel that way when you love deeply, madly, I don't know. Um, the stanza before that uh, powerful ending, while we're apart, the sun will continue to rise. Well in my eyes. I can understand pretty well. And uh, I think this is my description of love, oh love, why are you so beautiful yet painful to embrace? But then again, love is designed that way because there is no such thing as a perfect love. But I loved how you written the entire thing. You made it a little bit dark, but then you can sense the person's longing. It's so deep. Hi, Red. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> and comment. And Boo, what do you think? Oh, uh, Rack, I read this the other day. I forgot to comment a little now, but this is, um, I see this more like long-distance love, um, missing the person that you want to be with, and that in itself is hard, and it's torture a lot of the time. Um uh, it's not an easy thing to deal with and every day in and day out. Simply talking on the phone just reminds me of how I'm alone. That part sucks, too, because you're close yet so far. And then the ending, I'm dead inside without you. It's just so loving, so romantic, and uh, I hope you're reunited soon. I think it's lovely, and congratulations. Thank you. Damn COVID. Damn COVID. <laughs> Fucking COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm so sick of that bastard already. All right, Boo. You're <laughs> up. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, sorry. This is called Behind the Shadows, right? Okay. Washed in sin, covered in blood, 
Oh, what a shattered little bow. Festering secrets slathered in shame. Purity poisoned, wretched life to blame. Pop the top, it's the only way. Lost in secret family shame. These emotional contacts delay. Cast in stone in foundation of lies that we carry till the end of days behind our shadow of our eyes. An unending twitch, the fast-fading smile, and ever-bleeding heart of the lost, broken child, carrying stones up endless hills, all these issues we force to feel. Stuff them down deep, down inside, remove the veil of ebony skies. Hidden within a lifelong variant, attached with an unbreakable sealant of life's destiny from the gods, concealed amid the facade, a mind compartmentalized behind the shadow of our eyes. And poem. <clears throat> well, first of all, I absolutely love the darkness in this piece, and I, I love the flow of your words. The uh, rhyme scheme is so unique in this; it's so uh, different from what you put out. But at the same time, it flows in a way that just grabs a hold of you and doesn't let you go and, and wants you to see what's coming up next. And, and uh, it, it, it is not hard to read. It's very easy to read. And I love the way it flows, but the overall, it's overall very much a boo poem because you're talking about the feeling that you intertwined here and the emotion that you put into it. So one wonderful, wonderful job, boo. Uh, let me start with uh, Oak. Oak, what do you think about that? Well, this is a, a poignant rite of survival mechanism uh, that is common. Unfortunately, it is uh, all too common. And you hit the nail on the head here, Boo, with your reference to compartmentalization. And it seems like this uh, situation is one that... Uh, Maybe there's awareness of, and yet sometimes folks don't deal with them. They they do what you put here, you know, stuff them down deep inside, as opposed to confronting, facing, sorting through, and it just makes uh, you know future harder. And and I, and I surely hope that you, you reference you know a destiny in here. There's nothing destined about uh, abuse. Uh, there's nothing destined about any kind of violent behavior that's inappropriate uh, towards another human being, especially one that's close, especially toward a child. Uh, and yet again, this is a reality many live, and uh, it's poignantly framed. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Oak. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful comment. Uh, Bella, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I um I actually don't know how to uh express what he has given me today. But um I know where you're coming from. And I like the way you write your darkness because um it's mixed with your real emotion in it. And I am a sucker to work with Andy. And um I really don't know Lou. Because um, it's painful to see someone you love, love, then regret, then love and regret. But in time, that person will regret 
myself, you know. I love you, boo. Uh, your ending is marvelous, and um, I'm just speechless right now. <laughs> whoa. Okay. Thank you, Bella. Yeah, whoa is right. Bella's speechless. There you go, boo. <laughs> Mark that. Mark the date down, okay? <laughs> two, two times? Two I know. I'm going to mark it down. <laughs> and Sawa, what do yeah. you think? Oh, this is really kind of very sad and telling the story, a personal story, perhaps, of so much pain and shame and that, like almost deception in there too, um, carrying stone up endless hills, all these issues we're forced to feel, just like a burden deep inside, um, stuff them down deep, down inside, remove the veil of ebony skies. All of us have life secrets, life family that we keep inside of us, that it's hidden, hidden within a lifelong variant attached to us, incredible, unbreakable sealant of life destiny. Um, but then as the <coughs> As Oak said, it's comfort alive. And I look, like how you you talk about the shadow, repeated the shadow behind the shadow of our eyes. So beautiful and sad at the same time. It's not it's not crying. It's hiding there. It want to cry, but it doesn't even can can cry from the pain. It's just hiding there. That's so powerful. Thank you, Sarah. Oh, my pleasure. And Rack, what do you think? This is absolutely heart-wrenching. Um, from the opening line, you get that sense of, um, you know, having to live with something that, you know, you almost blame yourself behind your eyes when you look at them. So uh, it, it's just the idea of having to live with something like that and, and, and for even for a minute thinking that it might be your own fault. It's just I can't I can't wrap my mind around something like that. That that's so you know horrible for me to even try to imagine. And and you capture it in, in beautiful words in, in a way that's almost uh, misleading. And it, it's you, you really did a great job with this. This is fantastic. Thanks, Rex. And Sin, I'm going to let you have the last say on that, and then we're going to put your uh, poem on the board. I think this is a beautiful, dark, tragic poem. It uh, encapsulates the horrors of life that just lived. And uh, stepping outside the box, written very well. Thank you. Thanks, Sin. All right, Sin. You're up. All right, this is Weekend with a Barathrum. And for those that don't know, Barathrum is an insatiable person. Through the fanfare of the city center, out past the dimly lit ambulance cast, where shadows meet chrome reflections, flushed by the pound, Sharpelia's dreams, backlit smoky cubicles, aside from the disco ball dazzle and sense of lust, diagenic parables. The lone whispers of a ragabash and cortex howling desperately for release, now living Cocaine breezes washed scotch rock to cancer to alleviate social standards lived and planted. Inhale the ecstasy of sustenances rendered that shoot emerald sequins to illuminate glass retinas. Denial, besieged by lives once lived, resurrecting to escape her pedic horror, snapped loathing of crystal ball foretelling ignored, steel shivers enticed the libido craze of an abstinence sprint, 
in dimly lit paperless walls of wasted moments and Shashima memoirs of festering disgust, Harlequin Queens. Invigorating is the victory of bathroom ways, rescinding the month's countless vacant stares, rejection, perpetual release of mind and incubus encircled through the depths of denial we bed down. Electrocution of one's duty-soaked moral fibers, wrist-wrapped, dormant, of demise at hand. Dark incantations. The devil's friend is an insatiable man bending to release the chaos of straight lines post his option. Throw me a baker's dozen to make her memories melt to blossoming sapphire-tipped orchids crying. Run my own gamut in seedy back street, dimly lit, licking the city's belly for lessons of forgotten sins. Parasitic pleasures. Lunatic walk and embryonic pleasure of purely tangible hypocrisy and substance. Reveler of sinister deviance, the chaotic zombie limbo of disconnection from pavement travel. Gravity absconding you. Bulging pupils, the cerebral misfires, and the sky pilot in flight moment at hand. Serpentine ding toys. Elbow deep in the diabrotic punch bowl of hell's fury. Land of salacious clippings and medicinal fuckery. One truly split, it seems. Lost photos of picket fence, fall, and chain fallacy. Shattered by tra- tragedy and lies. Revamped derisions. How invincible can a maniac become released? Territories aren't a worthy advise- adversary for bloodlust. Snapping lizard razor jaws on attempting points and jumping off. Knuckles swollen and bloody now. Smirking unscathed. Catapulting through the sky, however, your blood moon. Just out of reach. Rebound. Riding the bull in search of wagtails and roasters, catcalling from beneath spent street lights, letters home, forgotten moments that are used eventually to wipe crust from orifices dirty to silver screen fantasies that often lead to raffish excursions of cities' lives feeding. Precious dolls. My toys to chew and the bifurcation has faded, no ends to the streets, malicious fueling, fevered flashes of pulsating yellow vibrations, car driven to expose the toenails of the street, running rats in concrete mazes, scurrying for ends to deploy cottage one disconnect, contemplating conundrums. Mad laughter strikes to defend riotous incursions, longing to retreat psychosis, dumb and departed. Simple daily vitamin of self-timulant genocide that begun these atrocious invasions ahead. Finally spent against the artillery bombardment, really perverse upper class Arcasia to the Adonized. Who's $500? Brickneck forces never seen this light, Amazon. Glaring radioactive now, the potions consume, raffish, hedonistic creature of the night unleashed, fully enthralled in the neon glow and ruby lipstick show, devouring the debauchery like street kids on homemade speed, find low talks and dirty corners where it elates me. Video violence. Leather straps, flesh bursting out. Clopian and dirty, sweet stench, dime store, floozy, well spent. Eye candy enough to grasp the heightened elation, release. Oh, the demons unfurling and charcoal chattering, asphyxiate the erupting madness till red light cuts and ravens cawing beckons the feeding of your monster, your decision abrupt. A deviant, unimaginable plateau of action and thought. Possibilities with so dire consequence at hand, just white washed into euphoric euphemisms of derailed train wrecks, funeral pyres for the jaded, constricting the spirals of smoke, all that burns about the inept one who fires fray stands center. Balderdash. Eccentric life of the party. Ceremonial rights through power projected and blood money thrown. Mirror loses reflection of stoic posture once seen, now staring back as a bathroom unknown, glaring. Though that you could be mortared ten foot from this atom you hide amongst sacred relics haunting, oblivious. Shutting down. That's the point, isn't it? 
purging and lime across the bathroom stall, sickly iridescent dropping the sandy once clung to with snowflake inhalations of comatose rhetoric diminishing. Walls weren't meant to be so high or fearful, as the destruction of the insatiable you dwell leaves no recourse to Monday's mundane shuffles strung through gaps consciousness and peace. Wow. <laughs> this is just uh, utterly um, just so much to take in. Just, uh, just, um, I, I'm, I'm just like overly, uh, it's almost too much to take in. Um, there's so much to it. You, you put so much into our minds to think about. Um, what I like is uh, I, I'm always fascinated by the uh, mineral serpentine. Um, because it's a uh, it, it, it's a very interesting mineral. It's the it's actually the state rock of California, but it's also the number one um, ingredient in asbestos. So people when they cut the when they cut the stone, they have to be very careful about the uh, residue that comes in off of it when they polish that up. But it's a absolute beautiful stone in in itself. So I always get fascinated by that. But uh, overall, the poem is amazing. Your delivery is incredible, and I I think I would need a few uh, times through this to really fully grasp what it's saying. Let me get some comments for you, and let me start with Oak. And I put a comment in the room. This is an apt prequel to the sound of silence, whether the Simon Garfunkel original or the recent remake, to my eye. Um, and it, to me, speaks of the myriad temptations, distractions, and cacophonous noises and stimulus experiences that we substitute for meaning in life. And we, you know, one could take this to be uh, a diatribe about those who are down and out. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a short drive from Skid Row. But it also reminds me of Hollywood parties that I went to a decade ago where a very well-coiffed woman was throwing up on her Gucci purse after being too coked out, scrambling around the bathroom floor looking for her Maserati keys. And so you know what? It is no favorer of class or wealth that we are so seduced by the cacophony, and there's plenty of cacophony. And yes, El Diablo has his lieutenants stooping down to offer it and spoon feed it to us. And the antidote is the antidote is the sound of silence. It is stillness. It is something other than all of that. And you cover it in a lot of uh, scenarios and. Uh, there you have it. Damn, that's awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs> Wonderful comment. Yeah, Linda, Linda, what do you think? Well, I thought it was very extreme and intense um, in thought, but it was lovely with a lot of truth involved. Um, your imagery was magical, even as harsh as it was. It was beautifully thought out with a lot of abstract ideas. It was a great, great piece and wonderfully done. Thank you very much. I love it. And Wayne, I'm going to let you have the last uh, stand this, and then we're going to put your piece onto the board. 
Alrighty, I said, wow, I think uh, I think you covered the topic of overindulgence to the point where I'm quitting all vices that I haven't already gave up. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like me when I was younger, about two months ago. You know, you don't hit me, and please don't ever write about me. I, I love this club, great job, and uh, now where's my pipe? Good, great job. Where's my pipe? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I see all the success in this to the extreme and, and in every way. This is really good, Tim. Um, I have to read it again, too, but it brings a lot to think about. Good job. I don't know if put the definition in there, but I don't know if that's what you were meaning by it or not. Great song. Well, see, I, I had the original meaning from words at the Logophile Dictionary. The original meaning was an insatiable man, but it's it's been, sort of, it's been moved to... Uh, very different meanings. Uh, the meaning today is totally different from the original meaning uh, of its yesteryear. So I, that is the original meaning from the log file dictionary and the long lost words. Okay. I like yours better. Thank you. All right, Wayne, you are on right. the board. This is a this is wrote for a picture prompt. It's a kind of a sweet point for the Christmas, at least for the wintertime of year, and it goes like this. It's how I feel. Trees naked to the winter sky. Has nature's beauty passed them by? The season's grip have left them dry. There's no reason to wonder why. Rebirth is seen not far away. Warmth will invite the trees to sway. All earth creatures allowed to play. Life again will be controlled by, by the control today. Not to worry about a winter's chill. Your soul content is how to feel. Admire the grace of life so still, and hear the cry of the weeping will. Warm your feet by the chimney's heat. Taste the sweet of bounty to eat. Try to try and greet the strangers to meet, and have a seat. This is winter's treat. In. Nice. I really love the feel behind this one, and your words just absolutely blend them so well. It has uh, such a great feel that uh, of that season. You bring us into the scenery, and you bring us into the to not only reading it, but you allow us to expand on our senses within this piece. And I think that this piece works so well. Sawa, what do you think? Thank you. Um, it always has uh, either can funny or have a deep message. I love how it's almost about greet people, be kind, enjoy the moment, enjoy nature. Uh, your soul content is how to feel, admire the grace of life. So still, it's really a choice for you to make. Either you make yourself happy, it's how your soul feels, or you don't. Um, I and you choose to be. You do the, the, this way, just enjoy nature and the moment, and enjoy the wonder of it. Absolutely, great, great comment. Yeah, oh my pleasure. And um, let me see, uh, Bella, what did you think? This is Wayne, right? Yes, it's Wayne. Yeah, I do. I love you. Maybe I miss Wayne so much that I got so sorry because this is the first time. Yeah, this is this is the first time I've seen Wayne written something so very serious and low. I mean, the voice, the tone, and the way he delivered it—it's like um, uh, it's like a. It's different. It's like a different <laughs> way. And um, that's what I'm trying to talk about. And uh, the last part, 
and uh, I wanted to feel that. Well, if you by the chimney see, taste the sweet of bounty to eat, try and greet. The strangers to me have his feet to this winter's streets. So I wish we had that too, you know. And with what's going on around, we can't really have a lot of strangers to meet. <laughs> but, uh, but Wayne, Wayne, this is you? Hey. Really? Yes, me. Uh, I It'll love be me. You. I come I out of the closet. <laughs> I love your Hello. your happy tune, but then again, I am so in love with your deep thoughts, and I'm so well, thank surprised. Thank you, Bella. Thank you, Bella, thank and I love you. you. Too. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to let Boo make the last comment on Wayne's poem. Wayne, you're a chameleon, I swear. You can write anything, <laughs> you know? And this is just shows you right here. <laughs> It's so Thank vibrant you. and serene and beautiful and totally different from what you read last night and the night before. So uh, yeah. you're always changing, always clean, fresh. And uh, I, I thought can it was shuffle awesome. the cards. Thank you very yes, much. You I can. can shuffle the cards every once in a while. Quite well, too, Wayne. You go, Thank boy. you very much. Thank you. I love you, too, Boo. Uh, love uh, you, right. Wayne. <laughs> hey, can and you what I'm going to do. Go, yeah, Linda had to get going. We already read her poem, Boo. Do you remember? Oh, sorry. Oops. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And I'm going to go ahead and read my okay. poem next. And this is called The Hidden. And it's uh, based off that picture prompt right there. And it goes like this. Mercury kissed her skin. Nicotine mist that skipped through scarred gardens. Ivory plowed fields flow in paprika and wisteria. Phonographs and catcalls wail in body paints and plaster. Mannequin masquerades filleting Norma Jean origins. Can't people see inside she's beautiful? End poem. Whoa, okay. That was good. Uh, Oak, what do you think? Well, this was a, a fascinating take on this particular uh, prompt, and I wouldn't have guessed mm-hmm. uh, you going that direction uh, with uh, Marilyn, a.k.a. Norma Jean, but uh, it was right on. And I think that the, uh, the closing couplet, was equally right on, and it uh, seems a little bit of a recurring theme tonight. We are so much about facades, we, generalization. Uh, So much of our culture is about cult of personality and about style over substance. And indeed, perhaps, I didn't, you know, don't know the backstory, don't know much about the, the person, Norma Jean, but uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, unfavorable and unsavory ink spilled about her after the fact, and you know, another starlet seeking fame and fortune, and uh, may well have been a very lovely person beyond the image, the the massage. This is a terrific brevity. Thank you. And uh, what about you, Miss Firefly? Mm-hmm. Two shades of mouth of uh, 
brevity, you know, but uh, his brevity is different every time I read him, write something like this. It's like he, he packed all his thoughts into a few stanza, and then you get the impact of it. Can people see inside she's beautiful? I saw it, and I can see that she's really beautiful. She just has to show it more, you know? And I love the questions. Don't you agree, JCA? <laughs> this is a well-written piece. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smiling. <Stella. laughs> I, I love this poem because in real life, there's, we are different. Some people look for the appearance or the beauty, even men. They're going after women who just for the look. That's the reality. <laughs> and or men or women go for men uh, for the just for the look or the appearance, even the money. But this is very deep go. and soulful. Um, they mm. literally just show what matters the inside beauty, not not the appearance. Mannequin is. I love the word mannequin masquerade because. We see mannequin. We don't even know what they're like. We just see beauty and and what they wear, and but we don't know anything about them. Uh, but each one has a story, of course. I love that. Can people see? Not not can anyone? Everyone. This is a message, universal message. It's really timeless. Can people see inside? She's beautiful. Is it uh, maybe it's a personal this one, but it's about women in general, or like don't look only at the outside. Look at the inside. Uh, that's what matters inside. Or don't judge also from the, don't, don't judge there is beauty inside because sometimes the appearance can mis- misjudge, people make them misjudge or make wrong decisions about a person. Very powerful. Very, very powerful. Thank you. Minister, you still here? If he disappeared. No, he's here. <laughs> Minister? Okay. Uh, sorry, I was looking for my pencil. Anybody seen my pencil? This is a, a great take on the prompt. Beautifully sad yet enthralling all the same. Um, it's an engaging write, and your ability to engage the reader with your brevity is uh, spectacular and second to none. Oh, thank you. And Mr. Wayne. I think uh, I think Marilyn Monroe, Monroe is never a dull subject. This is a wonderful poem about her life and lifestyle. A classic poem about a short but a short but a uh, short but high-profile gal that was exploited and died way too soon. It's a wonderful 50 words about her, and I like it a whole lot, Jay. You did good with this. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. That's everybody, Jay. What about you? <laughs> 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 I wasn't getting out of that one, huh? No. Oh, and like the metaphors here, and you know, it's what everybody else said. It's so true because everybody doesn't doesn't look at the inside. They only, I mean, they don't look at the inside. They only see the outside, and they don't read the book fully through. They just read the cover, and I think that that's sad. But we're all guilty of it. Um, you know. See, this is not just about her, but about all women, really, all judgment and, uh, you know, what real love is not judging, I see there, too. So I thought it was beautiful and great 50 words. Good job. Thank you. 
All right. What we will do next is uh, play a little song. Uh, saw him on the board earlier. Let's hear a little bit of Bud. You make me smile. You bring me laughter. Forever we're here. Happy ever after. I want to stay. To stay that way. You got me, girl. I'm here to stay. If you believe, dreams come true. If you believe, they're supposed to. If you believe, people come Class up and down, I'll be around wherever you are, not lost but found. I want to stay, just stay that way, with you I know, we'll be okay. If you believe, dreams come true, if you believe, they're supposed to if you believe, people I love the way it plays and the way it just uh, absolutely um, absolutely uh, flows. Uh, wonderful, wonderful job, bud. Uh, loved it. And uh, I'm going to get some comments for you, and we're going to start with uh, Sal. Sal, what would you think of Bud's piece? <laughs> 
Uh, uh, give me one second. I'm sorry, I clicked on the page wrong, so I don't want. I have to. I mean, I I read it, but I just want to uh, talk about which lines. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Accidentally clicked on it wrong. One second. I'm so sorry. I'm embarrassed. I'm what's wrong? I can. Where's the poem? Oh, here we go. I do this all the time instead of I time myself out. Sorry. I I mean the song actually. This one I um. I heard it before, but I didn't have a chance to comment on it. It's just um, his his emotion and how he put them on uh, the paper and sing them is incredible. How this is someone special. How she brings her smile, make him happy, make him laugh. Uh, just hearing her and um, so it's like you see a dream that's coming through in this poem. Um, life. Has it still had ups and downs, but she's always going to be around if you believe in dreams. Just the repetition of the refrain, if you believe dreams come true, if you believe they're supposed to, people come true, people do come true. Um, just nothing but you want to be with her. Uh, there's this longing, nostalgic feeling, and uh, missing her so much. Very beautifully sang as always. Wonderful comment, and let me get a comment from uh, Sin. It was another, another pleasant, uh, enjoyable to listen to Diddy by Bud. Uh, he has a way of putting it all out there and not holding back, and it makes it an enjoyable listen. And Oak. I'm going to have you make the last comment, and then uh, I'm going to put you on the board. Right on. Well, this was um, indeed heartfelt, and it was more upbeat than a lot of uh, a lot of Budo's uh, heart-rending poems, where things are not going well, as it seems like they are in this one. And I suppose people can come through, uh, and I hope that that is a dream that you realize. Um, and enjoy the music always as well. Uh, it's not like my last dream. I've read a poem called Purgatory on the subject. <laughs> oh, it's scary. I hope that one doesn't come true. Yeah. Sorry, is it this one that another love song? <laughs> no, it's not a love song. It's horrifying. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it is horrifying. If that's the one, I'm going to go say bye-bye for a little bit. <laughs> I was awesome. I had, I had, I had it was just a dream, so what? No, but horrible. Just wait and see. Wait and see. It was a vision. I felt like I was on the island of Patmos. It was like a vision. All right, never mind. Something completely different. (laughs) This is a different tone. It's titled Aikido of Life. Control is illusion. Chaos, the constant. So adroit adaptation is our gift in the present. Contesting intrusion is fool's currency misspent. So purchase satisfaction without fate to resent. Abide well in fusion and reside well content. Dispelling confusion on paths sorely rent. This is an excellent brevity 
And uh, you don't, you don't, I got to admit, you don't write brevity that often. And it's wonderful (laughs) to see that you do that every once in a while. Once again, you were able to do this with the great, um, great use of uh, your control over language. I love how you put illusion, intrusion, and fusion in there. That was very clever. I love the way it was put. So once again, an absolutely wonderful job um, pulling in uh, your command of the of the of the language. And uh, the, like I said, I, I really believe that you write uh, what's called meta, metaphysical poetry, and I, I think that you've done a wonderful job with that. Um, Sin, what did you think of this poem? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you. The rhyme scheme is is uh, is, is spot on. It's obviously in, you know uh, very methodical. Uh, I love the line: "Control is illusion, chaos is the constant." Uh, I think this is a stellar right from you. I, I enjoy all your work. You, you have a uh, a brilliant mind in the way you word. Your poetry is always incredible and always a joy to read and hear you read. Thank you. And Sal, what do you think? Oh, I mean, um, of course, that's Oak. Uh, he did, even the code that you, I don't know if it was you who chose it or you wrote for it, it's just beautiful and definitely give justice to it, your poem. Whatever comes, let's. Let it come, whatever, what stays, let it stay, what goes, let it go. In other words, we really can't force anything. Sometimes we wish to do, make people do things. They may wish that we um, pursued them or it's impossible. We can't control it. Just just let letting mm-hmm. go. Uh, and then even though there's satisfaction, it's been kind of satisfaction without faith, but we, we you resent it. You resent it uh, when people contest it. Uh, they contest it and uh, they resent it sometimes. And uh, will and I like how you use some medical words. I think. <laughs> what? Which one is it? I can't remember. I think I saw a medical one. Was my imagination? Infusion, I guess. <laughs> Where I was thinking. No, it's not necessarily medical for me. <laughs> I saw it as medical. Well, infusion and reside, well, content, dispelling, confusion. Uh, it's just deep again and speaks the truth. That's oak. There you oak. go. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting sleep. I'm so sorry. Oak. No problem, no problem. <laughs> and I'm going to let, uh, I think I'm going to let Boo make the last mm-hmm. comment on this one. Oh, I love this. This is really great, and I don't see you write that many either, but I love uh, contesting intrusion of fool's currency misspent. All the time we waste on things that don't matter or people that don't want us, people that don't we don't really matter to, um, and situations that we waste um, our breath on and our time on. I think this is fantastic. I love the picture too, um, and I love the past sorely rent, all that time we wasted paying rent. Um, Really great, Oak. Awesome poem. Thank you, Boo. Welcome. 
All right. Next, I want to uh, go ahead and I'll, I'll read the next poem. This is someone who has been with us out on the board since the start of the show. Uh, wonderful comments for everybody. Uh, this is uh, Meta, Meta Euphoria, and this is called Event Horizon, and it goes like this. <clears throat> Venturing towards a black hole, getting close to the event horizon, looking over the edge, being drawn into this moment. What is going to happen when gravity takes over? Will I be enticed into becoming a part of dark matter itself where no light can escape? A journey into a parallel universe that no eyes have seen, yet here I am, staring into the pupil of someone's eye. Every human eye looks like a galaxy with a black hole at its center, contracting in size from the variations of light, refracting across vast distances, stopping only to change directions. I sit here marveling at what my eyes behold, watching energy becoming matter then back again. Chaos gives birth to the most beautiful things. Beauty from ashes, life springs forth from destruction. The universe has made me who I am. I'm a child of the cosmos, a star among other stars. You are like me, broken and beautiful. There is a balance to everything. Be harmonious in your own solar system. Be a part of whatever makes your world spin on the right axis. Be kind to each other. Because without you, there is no me. Let us come together and become one with the universe. Let's find ourselves again. End poem. Wow is right. This is absolutely a stellar poem about um, about bottom line. It's it's about getting together. It's about being who we are. It's about coming together and, and throwing down the uh, the gauntlet of peace. Uh, you know, we we can. This is the golden rule in a nutshell. This is love one another as you would want to be loved, and treat one another as you want to be treated. This is absolutely a perfect message. Uh, Bella, what did you think? I am the constellation, Diara. <laughs> It's a beautiful piece. I love it. So the intensity in it and the way you read it, you, your voice gave life to it. And Meta, I'm so curious about the new brother. Your brother can write. And um, I, I like it when a person can write something and use a cosmic chance to, um, as, a, as a metaphor for what's going on inside. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> and I know another person who likes the cosmos. Oak, what do you think? I'm sorry, Oak, I think I was on, on mute. mute. Yeah, <laughs> I was on mute. So yeah, this um, There you go. <laughs> I think uh 
<laughs> I think you, you, you said it well, uh, JC, that it is talking about an application of the golden rule. I also see it as a right about reinventing oneself and sometimes reinventing oneself through the eyes of another. Because if we are not so uh, foolish and stubborn as to not learn from the observations of others who look at us from the outside looking in, then we can uh, reinvent ourselves as well. Uh, and I'm glad it's a metaphor uh, because I know the one line in here, and we do fancy in science fiction that these uh, the black holes are, are wormholes that can teleport us somewhere else. And I suppose that's one of the most fringe science uh, interpretations of that, but probably the more logical assumption is that we would just get crushed and pulverized into, you know, micro bits because it's just intense and, and pressure <laughs> beyond the event horizon. <laughs> that's too sciencey. <laughs> Sin, what do you what do you think? Uh, this is a fantastic poem on. Uh, self-awareness and the need to drop the bullshit and just become uh, one with not only each other but ourselves and get out of the, the crap that we're in and realize life is short and we need to hold on to the things that are valuable. It's a great piece. I think I'm going to let everybody, since it's such an important message, comment on this one. Salwa, what do you think? Um, uh, it's, oh, excuse me. I just heard the – this is really deep. I mean, it has layers and layers of not only get together or be together. There's more than that, I, I see. I don't know. Um, getting – like about the journey, life is a journey. And we gravity, we kind of have to. What is going to happen when we gravi- gravity takes over? Um, becoming a part of dark matter itself, where no light can escape. So we can be really live in the dark, or as uh, Oak said, we be going small pieces, a journey particles, or journey or a parallel. We choose the other where the eyes can see. Because it's, we have the eyes, so we have, well, if you go to the black dark, we can't see anything. But here I am in the middle. I like how you said this. Um, looking at people, it is, if we just look around us, we're gonna find similarity with others. He say, "I'm broken, and you're broken." Something like this. I don't remember. But when you read it, you are like me, broken and beautiful. We but we all have beauty, and we have problems. No one is perfect. So instead of judging each other. Um, we really can actually actually try to understand the other than rather than judging them or i i don't know there's so many messages, and this is the energy that we we can become ourselves again it's beautiful it's like very uh, biblical almost um, a message where let's unite and love each other and uh, instead of hating each other absolutely uh boo what do you think? I don't know, kind of um, reminds me of like a prayer, sort of prayer-like, and I, right. I agree with what everyone else says, too. The messages are beautiful, like stop the bullshit and just kind of let let them live. We're all perfect, in, perfectly imperfect, and we should just realize that and um, embrace that. I think this is beautiful. I love the way it looks. I love the font. <laughs> and um, I see the romance in here, too, um, because with you, there is no me. Um Really beautiful. Well done. Excellent poem. 
All right, and I'm going to put up a person that's been supporting us out on the board again. And what I want to say is after this one, uh, we're going to do Bella, and then we're going to do a couple more. Uh, if you are listening and uh, we didn't get your poem, we might get it on our uh, after hours so you can listen to the playback and hear your poem then. Or we may uh, put them over to our house as well, and uh, which is on Wednesday at 2 p.m. We also want to mention that Sky has a show coming up on The Secret Life of Bees on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So you don't want to miss that either. So, Oak, if you can do us a favor and read this next poem for us. And uh, what I also want to mention is that I am running a contest for Boo. Her birthday's coming up. Do not miss that. Grab your spot now, head over to my profile, and sign up. We want to see if you guys can write like Boo or something to that effect. All right. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, there's other options. Don't worry. Oh, Lord. Oh, I, yeah, I already yeah, wrote the yeah, poem. Yeah. Already, too late. I already wrote it. <laughs> oh, no, and it's fine. It's fine. You just put in what you can, mm-hmm. and we'll take. I'll take a look at it because I'm judging it. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Oak, can you read us Blue's poem, please? Sure. This is titled Rising Ash by Blue Autumn 88. How? On the quote, choke them on the ashes of the dreams they burned. Narrative blindfolded, unrestrained bars. Dying alfalfa past your lies. Mice and rats venture across the two-lane road. Tracks Parallel barn owls, quiet hunt. In elms that bank the slough among the deadfall. Self-absorption. Kettle asphalt, drums glide. Parachute. Torqued rail. Causeway suicide. Wind taps the window. Whistles cracks keyholes. Summoning sandy soil. Kicking, gravel, sobbing, singing, the train clocks toll midnight. The moon reaches its apex. A breeze catches the hushed and arcane flow of words. The carcass in deep freeze jettison. Skeleton ice. Tectonic movement is killing tissue slice. The rustle of leaves in the orchards. Trees are silent, listening to the night feeling warm air rise among their boughs, watching as stars glimmer. Unshackled, wisp stirs sleepy feathers horizon. Untethered, clouds jostle for position, light. Unbound, stretching watery willows height. Unchained, faith holds water untrodden stand pathways. Unfettered, Sparrows high places above dreamt ashen snow. Twilight. This is, you know, every every time that uh, Blue writes, he writes to put imagery into our head, and this is no doubt that he has done this. I 
I love how he started with the owls and ended with the sparrows. He kept he kept the birds in there, and it was quite an interesting uh, journey throughout this. Um, he he makes you think, he makes you look, he makes you uh, read. And um, let me uh, get a comment for him. Um, Sin, what do you think about his uh, poem? Oh, I always enjoy um, blues poetry. Usually I have uh, a harder time following. This one, as you said, had a journey in it. Um, the imagery and the word choices and how he set it up really set a nice flow to it. Um, really told the story. It was a very enjoyable piece. And uh, Oak, you read it. What do you think? Well, I think it's hard for me to process a poem that is uh, this symbolic and uh, and heavy uh, while I'm just trying to hang on to the reading, if you will, and trying to get the uh, the cadence and the right, you know, rendered appropriately uh, orally. Um, and so I was going back and rereading it again, and it still is a puzzler. Uh, and yet, you know, when I scrolled down to see if there were AN uh, that were helpful in terms of framework or if it was to uh, a prompt, uh, and it references a prompt, but it doesn't include the quote, um, and yet uh, I couldn't help my eye look further down the page. And it looked like K actually has, uh, say that as though this is an exception to the norm, I'm not surprised, K had what seemed like a very uh, appropriate observation and her, and I credit her, I'm going to just read what she put down here that uh, this poem brings to life the prompt through his eyes, drawing on the facets that make the negativity and kill uh, what is in sight when blinded by self-absorption as if it is falling, that it is self-suicide. All right, and before I get the last comment, I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to give my thanks. I want to thank Salwa Rose, Sweet, Linda, Brandy, Oakson, Rack, Wayne, and Bella for calling. Uh, Joseph Moon, Lestat, Blue, Meta, Bud, Irish, who's on hold. Thank you for being out on the board. Boo, you are awesome. You are a heartbeat. You bring everything together, and we really appreciate you, everything that you did. You do. Now, I'm going to play a SoundCloud here from Bella. We are going to cut off the board in the middle of it. So if anybody, if anybody's out there, make sure that you do. Make sure that you do um, check out the replay. And we will be uh, having a couple other people read afterwards. We're going to play one more SoundCloud, too. And if you've been listening, you'll either be on that or we'll bring you over to Wednesday, our house, and uh, in the meantime, let's play a little Bella. A simple wish, unless it's all by me, Bella. Circa 2020. Dear Santa, others might find this letter toxic, selfish intentions, was. Maybe unrealistic and all too much. But isn't that the art of living? 
wanting and wishing to yearn for something that is not there, long for something grand and most of to wish for the impossible. I lost count since the last time I asked something unattainable from you. Was at all a vice. I grew with heaviness and planted deep to the core. We do many ones, but with this, maybe one last wish of mine, I dare not die. It took me days to complete. Dear Santa, if heaven will not forbid, I wish and wish for an hourglass filled with the breath of faith, hope, and love that will extend their arms to my being existence. Every hour of the day I often find myself exhausting every second of my battered hours, creating memories with beautiful strangers. But with each fading moment where my sunlight hibernates in the horizon to zoom in the jewels of the dark-like sky, I curl restless in the corner with a stitched up to silent the stinging murmur inside my glued lips, caging wound-like sigh that bleeds shatter hands of my clock. In contorted patellum and bruised flesh to you, yes. I plead with an atman gaped open and sweet core, revealing the fear tattooed on every fiber of its source. Please, help the whispers from my numa touch the fountain of life, so I can be my last glow to love. I am only wishing for the tiniest grain of hope locked inside the interlaced hands of faith, buried deep in love's mirror. Enough time for me to savor the beauty of a moon's existence. But I can only wish. I can only hope. I can only pray. With all my heart, with all my mind, with all that I am, Isabel. Oh, wow, you almost leave me speechless on this. I'm so taken aback <laughs> by it. Um, I think it's just absolutely beautiful sad and wonderful all in one there's so much emotion tied to every single word you absolutely poured it out like like no one else can that's just amazing um Selwa what do you think Oh, this is uh, so different. Really, it um, brought tears. So different, Bella. It's so spiritual. I feel like I, n- I never read a poem like this of yours, and it's so sad. 
filled with the breath of faith, hope, and love that will extend their hands to my ebbing existence. Wow. Um, every hour of day, I often find myself exhausting. Every second of my borrowed hours, creating memories. Every like you, 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 the more, the more you read, the more want to know more. Yet, um, it's just like almost expecting what's coming next, and it's just sad and beautiful at the same time because it's so genuine and so sincere. So you can help it, but be touched by it. Um, I, I love you, Bella. Hmm. Finn, what do you think? I'm gorgeously heartbreakingly, fantastically written, raw and relentless piece that exposes you so tenderly and makes the reader fall in love with you and and just not want to let go. It's absolutely amazing. Oak, what do you think? Well, this was a beautiful write, and I dropped a comment in the poem uh, when I read it and after it was posted that it it is sincere. And it was a, um, I put it's a lovely wish that is well penned, and I don't mean it sounds trite now that I read it back. That's a sincere wish. This is a very emotive uh, poem, and it was it was read with that emotion. Um, and, and I put a comment in here. Perhaps the giving and receiving is within your pneuma already. And I do hope you find what you see. Um, and it brings to mind the uh, Richard Paul Evans short book, The Four Doors, if you're familiar with it. And it's written by an author who had a... Uh, Revival from death experience and said he had to go through these four doors. And the last one seemed like so simple. Learn how to love. Go back, figure that out, then come. And I I appreciate your reference in this poem, Bella, to what has become archetypal in your writing. You you wrote a poem uh, years ago entitled The Beautiful Stranger. And you referenced the beautiful strangers here. (sighs) We, We sometimes keep people beautiful strangers, don't we? Now, conversely, we also can tend to keep ourselves ourselves as beautiful strangers from others. And so how in the hell is possible? How, how in hell is love ever possible? Between our posturing and the person's posturing, keeping each other strangers, it calls for great vulnerability, letting down guard. This is beautifully written. Felt it in my gut. And I hope Santa answers your your prayer. <laughs> and then, boo, boo, you get the last say, and then I'm going to have you read the next poem. Well, Oak, for, uh, first, Oak, I thought that was a beautiful comment. You made me cry. Um, uh, second, uh, yeah, this is uh, something different. I, I, I remember, too, that's one of my favorite poems that you have, Beautiful Strangers, and then I know Becky wrote in response to that poem to you, too, so I thought that whole poem was amazing. This is different for you. It doesn't have the zigzag form, and it's very straight up, and I like the letter format. Um, Too unrealistic, maybe too much. The art of living, wanting, and wishing to yearn for something's not there. Uh, I'm agree with Oak. I hope that you find it. This is very personal, very touching, heart heartbreaking, and 
well written and uh the whole thing touched me just thought I don't know who's singing in the is that a video under the bottom? Um uh, I don't know who that is, but anyway, I thought it was just great and touching. Um and I'll probably write more late, but I'm a little uh moved. Sorry. Great poem. All right, Boo. If you can read the next poem for us by Irish. Sorry, I was on mute. Okay. Uh, Okay. It's from Irish. Scott, two years. It's been two years, two long years since you left my side, yet still not. A second goes by, I don't think of you. Oh, brother, I still hear the sound of your voice in my dreams. I still hear the sound of your heart as it beats. I still remember the words you spoke when our days of hell would come. I remember the many nights you held me tight as I cried silently, afraid to wake the man of our night terrors. Oh, brother, I still hear your screams of anguish as the crack of the belt painted your back in crimson blood. Oh, brother, I do not wish to see you cry. I wish to see the brightness in your eyes. I wish to hear your laughter again as we run through the wood. I wish to see your smile, that crooked smile of yours, as we danced in the rain. But most of all, I wish to feel your heart beating once more. End poem. Oh, wow. I know that this is a personal uh, poem for her, and I know it's quite powerful and telling. Um, Wow, this is just so heart-wrenching. We've had heart-wrenching after heart-wrenching, and it's really not letting us go. You know, we're hearing it over and over again. This loss that she had just was devastating, and, you know, I can't imagine being so close to someone, having someone that close be lost. I'm just... It's just so difficult, and I I think it's just um, so. You should. You lost powerful. your brother. I know. Yeah. I wasn't as close to him as I I think I should have been, though, Boo. This is this is the loss of a twin. You know, this is the loss of someone who is that close to her and. Uh, yeah. This is this is powerful. Um Boo, you read it, what do you think? Yeah, it makes me wish I could do something or fix it somehow or um but I can't. But yeah, it moved me. It's powerful. I have four brothers and sisters, so I'm lucky. I'm I haven't lost any of them yet, but I would be devastated. Um, those are kind of the first friendships you you have, they're your best friends in life. And I'm um, so sorry she had to go through this. This is a memorable poem. Sawa, what do you think? Oh, just like after Bella and this poem, and I just can't even find my words. Um, it's very moving. I, I mean, I lost tragically uh, siblings, so I'm, my heart is with you, but also how she remembered his memory in a sad way, what she remember, what she had to go through even when he was alive. That's so horrible. I can't just imagine what she has. I think of her right now 
what you have to go through and um, the pain that you have to go through. So I'm, I'm sorry. I hope you uh, you write about it a lot, and I hope you find inner peace. And and um, you have to take care of yourself too, and be strong. I just can't find my words. I'm sorry. This is making me really emotional. Oh. Uh, very very sad. No problem. And believe me, she's hearing it right now because she is on hold. So wonderful comment. And uh, Sin, what do you think? Uh, first of all, my heart goes out to you, Irish. Um, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't know. I, I missed most of the end of the show, so I, my heart goes out to you. I, I can't imagine the pain you're going through. All love and respect to you. Um, know though that you, you're doing the right thing. You're processing in a way that shows you know, honor, and that's that's what we can do. That's all that we can do uh, when we're left behind is honor um, the memory and the legacy of the ones we love, and you're doing an awesome job of doing that. So, love to you. And, Oak, you get the last say on it. Well, that comment, the last comment was just that it framed it well. And um, and the others preceding it, that this uh, clearly is a uh, a hopefully a cathartic in some measure right of what was it sounded like a really difficult uh, experience, well alive, and then a, a heart rending um, uh, departure at the end, and so we do have to. This is part of how we sort through those uh, closets that go in our basement, not by burying them or repressing them, but uh, sorting, sorting through. And it's not easy. But then the other stuff manifests in you know, equally difficult ways. And So more power to you. Strong right. Well, let's Jay, can uh, I, change a little. Can I, yeah. Jay, can I ahead. say? Can I can I recite something for Irish real quick? It'll take 13 seconds, but I I I feel like it it needs to be said. Um, I wrote something sure. the other day, and I think I think that you would appreciate this. Yeah, it's go called ahead. Remembrance. It's called remembrance. I had a breaking moment today. No. I had a remembrance moment today, and in that moment, I remembered love and peace. Oh, that's a wonderful sentiment. Wonderful sentiment. Well, I'm going to change directions here and give everybody a break from reading a little bit and play a little Big Birch. And uh, here's the latest one that he's given me. I have to call my name. Good night. Here we go. Good night, Sarah. My man's. This piece of poetry is to my man's, whether good or bad, respect a bad man, not for being bad, but for staying true to their tight crews who make strong moves that have no use for killing feuds. Bad man who know about how things go and know the coup, so deal in truth. Men like these are a minute few. So please believe me, the respect I give is relative, because the truth is this. 
That's not how I live. My mans have to earn respect from Big Bird, so don't expect respect because you've done Bird. Respect to my mans who use conscious words in a hip-hop stance or song-filled verse. Respect to Charlie Parker. Keep flying, Bird, through the fingers of today's jazz hers. And respect to my mans in reggae bands. Respect to Roots mans who overstand the way them I fear when we come near. Especially the mans who see true them plans. I give them my respect to the day that me dead. But... Let me quickly stress, men like these, I do suggest, are rare like policies that allow such men to speak freely about reality. Men like Marley, Peter Tosh and Bundy, the Whalers Three who chose to reach out to the people with beats musically filled with conscious speech like Burning Spear for the man up in the hills, a place where my mans could truly chill and not adhere to government will. Time will tell if life's hard sell will let my mans ever live life well. This piece, as I've said, is to my mans, those now dead, in foreign lands, fighting the fight and taking a stance. But it's also to my strong womans who nurture children and give guidance. My mans, in truth, already live cool and know who they are because they listen to views wise ones impart. They're quick to diminish what weak ones start, but do this with the best of hearts. But watch your step, because what comes next if you disrespect is serious stress. So show respect when you are around them. Then maybe, yes, they'll be your friend. Better that, I suggest, and get them vexed and face the prospect of distress. My mans, believe me, are truly God-blessed and don't retreat from life's tough tests. Their best defense is common sense, which formulates their arguments. So yes, this piece is just for them, not for pounds or for cents. It's just for them and for crews who deal in truth. If I don't know you, just do your do. Then if we meet, we'll share some food. Yes, I mean views. Then I'd imagine we will be cool. This is for my mans, yes, all of you who choose to include rather than exclude and who choose to receive this poetic piece which in truth reflects love for humanity and all life's tests yes reality a part of our lives from which we can't hide we're all human so why divide ourselves i don't believe that's going to help maintain our health my mans aren't the ones who burn in hell because my mans don't have those funny smells i wish them well Wherever they dwell, I'm sending out love with my writing hand through this poem I've used to express my love and respect to those who've helped me through their wise guidance. This piece of poetry goes to my man's. I think it's important to understand that in life, um, we have been influenced by those people in our lives that really change how we feel, change our direction, give us guidance, give us wisdom, uh, help us figure out who we are, where we're going, and everything like this. And I think that this is an absolute testament to that. Um, and uh, we're going to finish up these comments, and I'm going to save the rest of the poetry for our house. Uh, it is just us guys left. Uh, Sin, what do you think about that? I can't hear you, Sin. You're breaking up a little bit, brother. We're having some technical difficulties with Sin's phone. I said and, dope. Uh, it was dope. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
uh, I think that um, bottom line, Oak, you you appreciated this piece. Uh, I know you being having a bit of a musical background. What do you think on it, brother? Well, this was tight, um, well written, uh, well read, and uh, the points were spot on. Uh, you know, the whole business of not just expecting respect, but earning respect, and that that is through uh, an open mind, through an, an open dialogue, through a willingness to, and we, I, I spoke to this earlier, uh, to grow, to allow oneself to be challenged by the perspectives of others. He uses the word views in here for that, and not to be uh, belittle or dismissive of others' uh, ideas. And that sometimes can include people from the other side of wherever you may be, if there are sides, so to speak, and there are a lot of sides these days. Uh, and I have taken to, you know, reading uh, from, you know, left and right. I want to try to understand the perspectives, um, you know, where there's cogency. And I like the ending, you know, maybe one day, you know, we will sit and, and share a meal together and uh, express an exchange of views. So terrific, Verge. All right. And with that, I'm going to play an outro song, and then we're going to call it a night. And uh, here's a little boo. I'm doing a little Pat Benatar.
once again, thank you. And that was Boo playing a little bit of We Belong by Pat Benatar. Uh, this is JCA signing off. Good night, everyone.